If you have an interest in horses and love learning more about horses, the horse industry, teaching, or even managing your own horse business, then you're in the right place. We would love you to join us on our mission, which is to improve the lives of horses around the world through the education of riders, handlers, and trainers. So get comfortable, listen in, and enjoy. If you have the same vision as International Horse College, which is to have a world where people safely appreciate, respect and enjoy their horses, and the horses appreciate, respect and enjoy their people, then have a look at their website, internationalhorsecollege.com, registered training organisation 31352. Today we've got a guest, Adam Sutton, who probably doesn't need a lot of introduction. Adam, how are you? <laughs> I'm doing pretty good. Not too bad. I'm all right, thank you. Good. Now, Adam, I'm just thinking, it's people are trying to contact you. It's all round horsemanship. Is it allroundhorsemanship.com.au? Yeah, I've got the website. Yeah. There's um, adamsutton.com.au as well. Of course, yeah. of course. All right, now, Adam, we normally start off with a favourite quote. What have you got as a favourite quote? Oh, I've got a few. I, I, I like to say things like, um, life's a ride, enjoy it. If it bucks you off, get straight back on. <laughs> One of my favourites. You never know where it's going to take you next. Yes, 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 absolutely, for sure. You've started with horses. You've had horses all your life, haven't you? Yeah, pretty much, yeah. Okay, okay. And I do want to talk to you about how you got into movies. So maybe that's a good way to get started is how did you actually get into movies? When I say movies, you know, working on a movie set, teaching actors how to ride, things like that. Yeah, just um, working um, for a client. Mm-hmm. And then um, they, they knew of someone down south that was looking for wranglers and looking for people to um, you know, train horses and work on the set. And I ended up getting that one job there. Uh, and that led to others and others and others. So, wow. yeah, well, it, just, it was like a domino effect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So did you always plan to work with horses? You know, like you started no. off very early. You, what what, what yeah. was your career choice? Oh, I didn't really. I, I've had many before horses. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. We started off left, left school and I was tending windows and I worked out at sea. I worked on um, Aboriginal communities, um, yep, yep, restoring, yep. doing power and um, on, on the mines and all different types of things. I always had horses yep. in my life, but then never thought that was going to be my career. So what was the step? I mean, was it sort of winning, winning at Equitana or, or was there a particular moment where you said, I think my career is with horses? Um, I started riding rodeo and then Canberra after. I think that's why I sort of got a bit of a bug for it. And then, um, yeah, it just, really, it just sort of fell into my lap. I saw um, lots of people that need a lot of, a lot of help, if you like, and yep. um and um, I was living in an area that had lots of people, lots of horses, and I, I <laughs> happened to be the one that was devoting a lot of time to getting better at it. So if, if someone is thinking, um, you know, and they might already be out in the workforce doing something else, have, have their own horses, or someone who's still at school who's thinking mm. about a career with horses, You've got to be a special type of character. You've got to have some core skills. I mean, besides your horse knowledge and your horse skills, what type of person do they need to get started in the in the horse industry? Oh, that'd be slightly crazy, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, um, look, it's, it's a hard slog. It's not easy. It's um, you know, a lot of patience, I suppose. A lot of listening and um, a lot of commitment. Um, you know, and there's, there's, you know, if you're looking for a financial reward from it, um, there's, there's not a lot of financial reward um, from working in the horse industry, I don't think, unless you own a prize-winning racehorse. Um, but, you know, you just got to have a passion for it, I suppose. There's a lot of people go to work nine to five for the concept of money, doing different jobs. They just do the job because you know, a certain job makes them a lot of money, but it's a sort of job that comes from within. Um, and, I mean, the horse industry is very, very large and very diverse. Um, you're not going to become a millionaire working with them, that's for sure. What about um, the top ones? You know, you said that touch of craziness. Is that a particular area of the horse industry or you think everyone's got that craziness, the passion? The... Oh, they always say crazy horse people, don't they? Um, <laughs> so, uh, I, uh, look, it doesn't matter if you're... Whatever hobby you've got, if you're crazy about it, you're crazy about it, you know? And... Um, um, no, we need to have you need to be uh, be a sub person that's got a lot of, a lot of patience, um, and and also understand that what you, what you see is not what you get. Sometimes I think you know because there's so many different ways or methods or there's no set um, way on how to do something. It's always uh, evolving and changing and. What, what one person says of how they do something might be completely different to the next person. So that that sometimes I found quite um, challenging, I think, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, there's no set way to make a chocolate cake. Yep, yep, yep. Have you got your own recipe now? You're still looking. Is there someone in particular that uh, that you think, you know, one person who stands out above others, Who's influenced you the most and helped you with horses? Um, I suppose one of the main people that's influenced me the most, like just personally, would be um, excuse me, second Dave would probably be Dave Simons. Okay, yes. Um, I've done a fair bit of work with him, you know, one on one. John Stanton was another one earlier in my piece. Um, so um, yeah, then but then you know like. So all the different people from around the world that you can follow as well. Mm-hmm. You know, there's multiple. Warwick Schiller's another one. Buck, Buck Bradman, you know, there's so many people who've got a wealth of knowledge and the years and years of um of it. And we're pretty lucky in this day and age where you know years ago you had to be standing in front of somebody to want to to learn, you know, now you can log on to YouTube and the internet and follow, follow people's websites and, um, you know, look at their training methods and from all around the world in a click of a, a, click of a finger. So, yep, yep, for sure. Um, it, it, it's, um, it's definitely uh, evolved a, a lot in that, in that way. Okay, okay. And if anyone wonders why there's a little bit of um, grunting and groaning going there in the background, Adam, do you want to tell us what happened there a couple of days ago? Oh, you know, as I said, a little bit of um, craziness. I broke a couple of ribs, so every time I move, I have a little sore 
from, mm. yeah, from on, on both sides. And Adam, you're such a um, you're such a horse person too. You know, the call earlier on today, and you're just running a little bit late with your teaching. So you know, you, that's what crazy horse people do. They break ribs. They get mm. up and they keep teaching well, and keep uh, doing stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I like to call myself consistent and reliable. Mm-hmm. But uh, mm-hmm. one of the main things is that I'm reliably a little bit late. You know, <laughs> like uh, but yep. you know, when I'm in the middle of um, teaching something, I don't. Um, I don't have a certain time limit. There's no, there's no set set time limit. So if it takes me, you know, a session is a session, you know. Uh, and a lot of my clients get get to know that. Like yep. I'm not just going to stop from the clock of an hour and go, okay, well, sorry, time's up, and walk away. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, just going to we'll see we'll see it through. So when I'm running a little bit behind time, generally most of them know that they're going to get there. Their um, you know, their time's worth when I start with them. Yeah. Stop. I need to interrupt this chat for a hot off the press notification. That is that the latest version of the book, 101 Careers in the Horse Industry, is now available, and the best news is that it's a free download. So if you work in the horse industry, if you have a plan to work in the horse industry and have a career in the horse industry, or if you know someone who plans to have a career in this fabulous industry, then this is an essential book for you to read now and then keep as a reference as you progress through your career. With over 100 jobs to choose from, you'll probably find at least one that you'd happily do without being paid. So simply go to internationalhorsecollege.com, scroll down to the bottom of the page and click on the 101 careers in the horse industry button to receive your free career book. Imagine, maybe one day you could be a guest on Horse Chats. Now, thinking about, you know, I'm sure you're having a bit of a tough time with your ribs, but our listeners go through tough times, and I know that you've been through tough times. Tell us how horses have helped you get over things, how they've helped you and supported you when you're going through tough times. I think it's... um. Just horses in general, like sometimes it's animals in general. It's just got a certain way and a certain honesty and a certain, you know, you would, a dog is always happy to see you and mm. um, you know, a certain affinity you have with a certain type of animal. Some people might have it with a dog or a cat or a, or a horse or a, anything, you know. There's that little bit of um, uh, it's, uh, nurturing that that comes from within within a horse. I think uh, somebody that touches a lot of people. Yes, yeah, I think, and I think it's that that has people in the horse industry. You know, it's it's not about the money, but it's about the no. lifestyle and the connection and the the things that you can't buy. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, no. exactly right. Tell us now, you've got a special horse. Oh, look, I've had many. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I, I, my special horse, I suppose, his name's Archie. Yep. He's my stallion. I've had him for a number of years. He's 20, ooh, 23 now. So, yeah, he's been one of my saviors. I've learned a lot on him and I've developed a lot of, um, you know, he's been my guinea pig and he's also been, um, yeah, he's pulled me out of, Deep holes, emotional deep holes before just from being a horse, you know, being that what you were talking about before, like uh, that, 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 um, that one thing that can 
growing up your day. Mm, mm. Thinking about your proudest moment, was it at Equitana winning, winning um, the way um, the horse, or is there something else? You know, maybe you've got a special proudest moment. Uh, hard to really put a finger on proud moments. I mean, I have proud moments every day when mm-hmm. I see people achieving something new and doing something um, different and getting results and seeing them change as people um, and as horse trainers and um, seeing them excel. That, that, that makes me proud. But yeah, I suppose the recognition maybe of doing the way of the horse at Equitana and being recognised as a bit of a horseman inside your field was was um was a proud moment of mine. I would I would think so. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Usually, I say to people, you know, think about where you are now and the finances aside, because everyone has those problems. But I've got to say, finances aside and broken wrists aside, but uh, mm. <laughs> you know, think about the biggest challenge on where you are now. You know, you're well recognised in the horse industry. You've got that recognition, what's been the biggest challenge to get there? And also, too, how have you overcome it? I suppose perseverance. Mm-hmm. Um, then a number of times where I thought, you know what, bugger this, this is way too much hard work um, and it's consistent, you know, it's 24-7. It's, you know, especially when you own your own, you own your own place and you own your own horses and um, you're travelling around and I like to do other things too. I like to surf and go trekking and um, scuba dive and do things on the ocean, go fishing. And it's hard when you're um, good horses and they sort of they take up a lot of time. Mm-hmm. They really do. And, and the horse clientele take up a lot of time. I enjoy it. So that's probably been the hardest thing, you know. I see. Um, friends of mine going to work and you know they've worked on mines and what have you and then you know they've got their properties and they've got all this and they've got, then they get their, all their time off and um you know I'm sort of slogging away at my horsework and um you know I get rewards in different ways I don't need to be financially rewarded mm-hmm, mm-hmm. sometimes you know you look at people that have got Properties and they've got more money, but then you look at what they do in yeah, their spare time. Look at, yeah, you have a look at the. It's like the, the 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 um the shop front. The shop front looks pretty on the outside mm, and mm. it all looks rosy, and then you you think a bit deeper and it's maybe not. Yes, yes. I was going to say, what do they do in their spare time? It's they often come back and uh, do stuff with horses anyway. Mm-mm. Yeah, yeah. What's the best thing about working in the horse industry? Um, I think meeting a variety of different people from all walks of life mm-hmm. is probably one of the things I've enjoyed the most. The travel, I do a lot of travel with it. Um, yeah, I think they're the two things that I would say would be the, the best, the best things. Um, and being able to um, become an individual within sight in your industry and be known. In, as an individual inside the industry has been the best okay. couple of things that I've really enjoyed. Yep, yep. What's the best thing about being on a movie set? Oh, it's just the, the um, intensity of it and, you know, seeing a scene 
that's written on paper mm-hmm. come to light. You yes. know, whether it's you know got to do with fire or gunshots or you know certain scenes. You think how are we going to how the hell are we going to get this to come together? <laughs> but with all the people together, they can make anything work. And um, yeah, when you read the script, sometimes you think, oh, this sounds a bit tricky, but you break it down into little pieces, just like training. Yeah, anything can be achieved. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm just thinking, you know, you're talking about meeting a lot of people and travelling. If you're going out to do a workshop or a clinic, what's a common fault that you see with, you know, riders, trainers, handlers? Tell us about the problem, but also tell us how it can be fixed. You know, something like you might see a group of people that you've never taught before horses that you've never seen before. Tell us about it, just something that commonly happens when you first get started. I think um, people's emotions get in the way. Mm-hmm. You, know, um, you know, whether it be uh, fear, anger, tension, confusion, you know, um, anxiety. Um, well, I think they're the biggest um, problems I think people face. Uh, and then, of course, the horse is a reciprocal at the end of it, you know. Um, and having that self-doubt sometimes, well, I don't know if I'm doing the right way or that the right way. And, and um, you know, some people are a bit intimidated by them. Some people are a bit too forceful. Some people, you know, stand, you know, everyone, everyone's got their own different um, uh, energy or entity, if you might want to say, and, you know, a different way how they like to handle things and do things, and when someone might be telling them to do like this, and another person telling them to do like that, so then they get confused in how they're doing it. They don't have a a set routine or a set method that mm-hmm. they follow. Yep. And it can be it's one of those industries where it's not like you know carpentry or you know building a square box. It's just, or you know there's many ways to do it. Mm-hmm. 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 So when, when emotions do get in the way, you know, say someone's angry at their horse or a bit scared mm. of their horse, how, how do you get them to cope then without the emotions getting in the way? Well, that's how um, sort of you've got to talk to the person and keep the horse out of it, mm-hmm. really, to mm-hmm. start with. Yep. Someone's getting angry, you would ask them the question why. Yep. Sometimes that's not a pretty place to go. That's why yes. I think sometimes people really like. Well, sometimes I think myself. I'm um, a part counselor, part horseman. <laughs> sometimes I've had many conversations with a few clients that have turned into bigger ones that have become, you know, their their problem or their where they're stuck at happened, you know, five or ten or fifteen years ago after a certain event. They hadn't completely. Um, put over, and um, yeah, so it's a, they're they're a, they're a soulful animal that requires a soulful thinking person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, broken ribs aside, Adam, you know, thinking about them, I know you you're looking forward to them healing, but what else are you looking forward to? What have you got planned for the next twelve months, two years? Uh, I've got a couple of clinics on for the um. Rest of the year, we've got Equitana in Auckland mm-hmm. um, in November. And then I think, yeah, they, the clinics in Equitana take me through to the end of the year. 
um, I've been been haggled and told that I sh- I'm not a competitive person. Yeah, I've been haggled and told that I should go and compete. Mm-hmm. And I've got a couple of good horses going, and I wouldn't mind maybe going and competing and jumping or eventing. But it's just I'm not a competitive. I'm not competitive by that. I'm I'm not one to want to go and go and compete. So I'm just going to want to keep improving what I'm doing, really, and um, and and still enjoying, still getting enjoyment at the end of the day from it. Yep, yep. If you were going to summarise your philosophy with horses, mm. you know, you want to enjoy them to the end of the day, is there anything else you sort of uh, want to add to that? Yeah, as I said before, like a lot of people go to work for the concept of money because mm-hmm. they want yep. something. I'm just going to work because I, yeah, I, I can safely turn around and say I really haven't um, worked a day in my life. I've nice. only ever gone to work and done what I've wanted to do um, and – you know, I think it, it's hard to find and stay stay in world just to get out there and actually go. You know, I, I'm doing this and I love it and I enjoy it, and I'm not. I, I I would probably still do it if I wasn't getting paid. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah. Something money can't mm. buy. Yeah. Now, Adam, yeah. if people would like to follow up with you, uh, I know you've got your website, adamsutton.com.au. Uh, yes. You'll be on Horse Chats, which will be horsechats.com. Uh, slash mm-hmm. Adam Sutton or search for Adam, search for Sutton. How else can they get in contact you? Um, we have uh, Facebook, which is uh, Oran Horsemanship. Yep. Or, there's, uh, or Adam, Adam John Sutton. There's a few Facebook pages there. Mm-hmm. Oh, the, the business phone number, which is 0418 486 um, They can talk to Mel. She does all my business dealings. She's fantastic because they're a bit hard to run around and um, talk to all the clients, make all the bookings, do all the invoicing, do all the stuff and work with the horses. So I've learned that um, you shouldn't do what you're not good at and yes. you don't like. You should only do what you're good at and that you like. Yep, yeah, good idea. Yeah, those contact details, if you did miss them, just go to horsechats.com, search for Adam, search for Sutton and all those contact details will be on there as well. Adam, I've really enjoyed talking to you. I, I sort of feel a bit mean, you know, getting to, to talk to you while you're sitting there groaning. But, oh, no, that's not a problem. That's okay. Thank you very much. Yeah. I much appreciate it. <laughs> no worries. Thanks, Adam. And uh, we'll uh, hopefully we'll get you back again soon to um, have no another chat with us. Thank you. Sounds great. You take care now. If you've enjoyed this chat, then please comment, rate and subscribe. If you'd like any changes or recommendations for guests, then please contact us through horsechats.com. And while you're online, have a look at the government-accredited courses at internationalhorsecollege.com. Registered Training Organisation 31352. Remember that our comments and instructions are general in nature and do not take into consideration your individual horses or your individual ability and circumstances. If you enjoyed this podcast, then please leave your comment below 